Welcome to the Dog Training Audio Experience. I'm your host, Erica Gonzalez. I'm a certified dog trainer and behavior consultant and founder of From Dust Till Dog LLC. Now let's get into the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today's topic is about the word or the concept of teaching our dogs no. I get asked a lot by clients to teach their dogs no, to which I ironically answer with no. (laughs) Now, it's not that I won't have answers to address some of the concerns that people have in regards to why they're asking me to teach their dogs no, but I wanna go over a few of the issues I have with the concept of teaching no to our dogs. The first thing is, your dog doesn't know what no means. A lot of people will be very happy to disclose to me that their dogs know what no means. But as a professional trainer who understands how much effort, consistency, timing, and proper steps it takes to teach a dog a behavior, never mind just a verbal cue alone, I know that it is nearly impossible for that to be the case. Most people think their dog understands the concept of no, but I always try to explain that most of the time, the dog appears to be responding due to a couple of factors. One of them is, due to the frustrated or intimidating tone in which one says no to their dog, along with the fact that when most people say this, they are immediately usually rushing over to the dog to physically remove them or pull them or yank them or jerk them or push them or whatever. So as humans, we think the dog understands no, but really what is happening is the dog is responding to your angry tone and usually that comes along with some physical intimidation, if you will. Another issue I have with no, and this is probably one of the, I mean, they're all important, but I'm going to name the episode after this point. So it's probably one of the best ways to describe why I don't like teaching no. And that's because no is not a behavior. No is not allowing your dog the opportunity to understand what you'd prefer them to be doing or what they should be doing instead, right? So just telling someone in general no doesn't really help you get to the end goal of what most people probably want, which is their dog performing a different behavior or doing something more acceptable. So I always tell people, No is not a behavior. No is not a skill. No is not a cue. No is not helping you long term. And no is certainly not going to allow your dog to better understand what the hell it is they should be doing. No is also focusing way too much on the negative and putting your effort into the moments your dog is doing something undesirable when we could be putting all of that focus and energy and effort and time into teaching your dog better behaviors and staying more positive. No one likes a relationship where we are constantly pointing out the negative, right? So whether that's a boss you've had, a coworker you have to work with, a relationship, a marriage, a friendship, etc. No one likes somebody just barking at them, pun intended, on all the stuff that they suck at or are doing incorrectly. And then again, there's nothing we should be doing instead, just 
kind of there to tell you that you suck. So I always tell people, if we put forth as much energy and effort and timeliness that we do for as for the stuff we don't like and how quickly we're there to to say no and stop and yell at our dogs, right? We'd be able to really transform behaviors if we flipped all of that to the positive stuff and putting forth all of that energy whenever the dog does something good. If we flip that, I mean, it'd really, really change your training game. Okay, so another thing that I see a lot with people who are already using no a lot in their homes with their dogs is no is already causing most dogs to feel intimidated, fearful, uncomfortable, nervous, anxious, etc. And so when the person yells no or even says no, they're usually not saying it really nice or joyfully, right? So the dog hears that tone and has heard it other times in certain contexts. And so they already equate it to something really negative and potentially dangerous or harmful for them because of the tone or also because of sometimes the physical intimidation that occurs right after some people say no to their dogs. So I find a lot of dogs are exhibiting nervous, anxious, stressful behavior, like cowering, uh, peeing a little bit, running away, uh, tail tucked, ears back, things of that nature, right? And some people will mistakenly think that that's the dog knowing that they did something wrong when really it's just them reacting to the aggressiveness that you're portraying in that moment to them or the tone, or, you know, things of that nature. So it's not that your dog knows that. It's really that they just view you as kind of scary in that moment, for lack of a better way of saying it. That's just the honest truth. One of the other issues I have with kind of teaching your dog no is that no, at the end of the day, no is not an effective way of communicating with anyone, your dog included. No good teacher, parent, leader, etc. uses no as a primary form of communicating when something needs to be addressed or a behavior needs to change. I mean, if you want to work with your dog and you truly want behavior change, it's going to take a bit more effort and patience than simply teaching them no. Want to work with us? We now offer virtual training programs. This means that you can receive a detailed training program at a much cheaper rate. Email us at info at fromdusktilldog.com for more information. No matter where you are located, we can give you one-on-one coaching. Now the good news is, I'm not just here to tell you no about teaching your dog no. I'm going to give you some solutions. Here are some things to do instead. Okay, so the first thing we're going to focus on is all of these things I'm about to give you are how to change your behavior. And that's really, really important, right? Because you're probably, like the humans in the house, are probably the biggest variable when it comes to the success of training your dog. You're the one doing it. You're the one around your dog the most. You're your dog's pet parent, right? So the first thing you want to start changing about your behavior is every time where you would normally say no, 
or anytime you feel like you want to say no, I want you to, instead of saying no, use what we call a positive interrupter. Here's an example. If your dog is going to jump on somebody and you kind of see it coming or they're already doing it, right? You are going to positively interrupt them. So you're still going to interrupt them, but you're not going to sound like a scary demon. You're going to kissy sound, whistle, clap your hands, call them over, sound exciting, right? So one of the biggest things I do is I use a kissy sound with my dogs. So if the other day I actually dropped something on the floor that they I didn't really want them eating and Freddie went over to go sniff it. And before he got there, I just went, Freddie. And then he ran over to me and didn't go and pick up the thing that I dropped. So that's an example of a positive interrupter. I could have went, no, there. But honestly, do I really need to do that? No. <laughs> All you need to do is sound exciting, happy, interesting, you know, so really try to focus on having one or two or three different words or sounds that you can practice with your dog to interrupt them and basically redirect their focus back onto you, which can be helpful in many other applications outside of this. But a positive interrupter is a wonderful tool to have in your back pocket. A good way to start kind of charging this up and charging up basically means that you practice it in context where you don't need it yet and reward your dog so your dog has some level of reinforcement history with it meaning that they kind of start to understand that this word phrase sound is good for them to come running over to you or good to pay attention to so practice in your house just kissy sound at your dog and when your dog runs over or looks back at you Pay them, reward them, and practice that so that when you need it in real life, your dog will be able to comply. Another thing that we need to do instead is shift the responsibility to us, the humans. Like I mentioned before, you are the pet parent. Your dog is a dog. If your dog is an adult dog, they are at the cognitive level of a two and a half year old human child for their entire adult lives. So I feel like when we're focusing so much on saying no to our dogs or trying to teach no to our dogs, we are putting all, if not most of the responsibility onto the dog and very little, if any, responsibility on ourselves. So... In order to shift the responsibility back to us, we should be setting up proper management. Now, for those of you who want more specifics on exactly how to implement proper management, please check out episode three of this podcast, and that is all about management. But essentially, as a quick example, if your dog bolts out the door or jumps on people and you find yourself yelling no to them a lot, then... A way to eliminate the rehearsal of that problem is to put them behind the gate, put them in the crate, have a leash on them away from the door, and that way they can't jump and they can't bolt out the door and you're not screaming no at them 55 times, right? So proper management is not only essential to any training plan, but it is definitely a good way of not getting so pissed off at your dog and having to yell no at them. Another thing to do is spend all of the energy, effort, and time that you would normally spend on saying no 
on teaching your dog replacement behaviors that will be effective long term. So rather than working on, hey, I want to teach my dog no because they jump on the counters, as a trainer, I'm always telling people, I want to focus on teaching your dog how to stay on their bed or stay on a mat while you cook or while you're eating or while you're in the kitchen so they don't have the counter surfing to begin with. Because one of the issues with no is we're allowing and setting the dog up to fail and then responding by saying no. So it will never get rid of the behavior really, even if your dog in theory knew what no meant, right? They're going to perform a behavior and then we're going to come in with our no. Therefore, the behavior we're trying to get rid of is still going to be the first step of that process before we say no. So as a trainer, I'm always focusing on how do we eliminate this problem to begin with, with proper management, see see the previous point, and by teaching new behaviors, right? So spend the energy towards teaching your dog replacement activities, replacement behaviors and skills, so that way you don't have the issues you're trying to get rid of in the first place. Trust me, it's much, much better. It's a much, much better use of your time. One thing I'm going to challenge you to do is shift your mindset to saying yes versus no. For any of you who follow us on social media or check out any of our videos, you will hear us using yes a lot. Yes is better than no when it comes to training your dog, believe it or not. And essentially, yes is a reward marker. It lets your dog know the moment that they're doing the good thing or the good stuff. And if you want to know more about reward markers, how to use them, how to implement them in your day-to-day, check out episode five of this podcast that goes over pretty much everything you're going to need to know about a reward marker. Generally speaking, I use yes when my dogs have complied with a behavior or have done something on their own that I really, really like. Work on teaching your dog yes and then utilize it to help communicate to your dog all the things they are doing that we like. So work on saying way more of yes and not so much no. One of the last things I would recommend to do is take a deep breath and sometimes just let things go. No one is perfect our dogs included, and it's okay that our dogs aren't perfect. I think as a society, we have an issue or an obsession, if you will, with perfection sometimes, and we strive to have as much control over our lives as possible. And as a type A personality myself, trust me, I can relate. But as we all know, we can't control everything. It's okay to just let some things go, and if something doesn't go right, just Take a deep breath and shrug it off, laugh it off, hell, drink it off, whatever you got to do, and then come up with ways to better address it next time. I'll end with this. Don't put so much pressure on yourself and don't put so much pressure on your dog either. For more tips, tricks, and cute dog pics, check us out on all of our social media platforms. All of them are at from dusk till dog. And we are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Pinterest. And as they say, that's a wrap, guys. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. Your attention means the world to me. If you got any value from this, please like, subscribe, share, and leave me a review. After all, dog trainers need positive reinforcement too.